Haven't had this feeling in a while. Tuesday morning, reflecting on an Arizona Cardinals victory over an opponent after three straight losses, 25-22 win over the Dallas Cowboys, getting the Cardinals back on track to potentially making a deep playoff run in the NFC. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked on Cardinals. We're breaking it down. Let's go! You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Woo! That was a close one last night, yesterday. Alex Nancy Bobrock, Locked On Cardinals. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, like, comment, etc. Thanks to everybody who was interacting with us on Twitter and our halftime and post-game shows yesterday um, or Sunday. It was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun to see the Cardinals get back on track. The journey has just begun. You know, they've saved themselves from what could potentially be a dismal end to the 2021 season with how they started. But 11 and 5 can still win the division. But like after that three game slide, it was kind of a doomsday scenario, at least in my opinion, where it doesn't really matter what the record is. If they were to have lost out or if they would have lost four out of their last five, it would have been. Little bit of a problem. And the fact that they got a win in Dallas on the road, the game of the week on Fox, it kind of reinstilled hope from not only us on this podcast, fan base, and I think the Cardinals themselves, the players, the employees needed this more than anybody. Yeah, everybody needed it. No doubt about it. I mean, there are people that were going to remain positive, be the glass half full people. You're not one of those guys. Uh, but Arizona Cardinals being able to avoid the four-game losing skid and really back into the postseason, which we've seen historically teams just don't do well uh, in the big dance when they're backing in like the Arizona Cardinals could have potentially been doing. Uh, now, with a big 25-22 win over the Dallas Cowboys on the road, their eighth road win of the season, Kyler Murray remaining undefeated in that building, uh, it has my co-host, who looks like a homeless nature boy, wooing. Now, I mean, I'm so warm right now. Are you kidding me? Woo. Locked on. Oh. Your beanie, it's uh, on YouTube. You can see that, but it, it builds confidence. It, it reminded me of the game that Colt McCoy had, a bounce-back game after the disaster that was Carolina, his bounce-back at Seattle, and it reinstilled confidence that their backup quarterback could go out there and win a game for you. This one reinforced to the fan base that this team was not, you know, dead in the water, that this team could very realistically go up against really any team in the NFL and go tit for tat and come out with a victory. It also proved a couple other things. Like they had some very, um, very convincing wins early on. This one was the game was in the balance at the end. Dallas had cut into their lead and their offense could very well have come down and, tied the game at 25-25 or even taken the lead. And what Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray and Chase Edmonds were able to accomplish and putting that game away was really something we hadn't seen all season long. Really something we hadn't seen, Alex, under the Cliff Kingsbury-Kyler Murray era. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, prove to me that things are different and I'll start to believe that things are different. And 
that one sustained drive was like, oh, they do have it. They can do it because they've never done it. You know, they the victory formation is not something we've seen from the Cardinals in close games. It really isn't. And the fact that they were able to do it in Dallas against a team with the number one offense in the NFL with two potential defensive player of the year candidates on the defensive side of the ball. You know, Demarcus Lawrence is an absolute mauler on top of that, Leighton Van Der Esch, et cetera. You know, they took care of business. They scored a lot of points early. The defense showed up. Now, the only thing that I will say, and this isn't, it's never going to just be rainbows and butterflies unless you win 70 to nothing. You know, like everything went right for the Cardinals. Everything went right. All the bounces, everything went right. The the them not having a timeout at the end of the at the end of the game with Chase Edmonds fumbling the ball, which was an obvious fumble. The fact that the refs didn't catch it, the fake punt that was, I guess, a good throw that ended up being in pass interference, but also you know Jonathan Ward the catch of the year in the NFL, so they you know it, it overcame the penalty. Everything went right for the Cardinals, and everything went terribly for Dallas. So this wasn't like a. This wasn't a, a victory bred out of futility for the Cardinals where they had no business winning. They were leading the whole time. They had some bad penalties early on that only led to three points. It was an underthrown pass by AJ, by Kyler Murray to A.J. Green, led to three points, and we're like, here we go again. That's exactly what I thought when they were first and in goal inside the five and came away with three, and then you started to see Dallas just continue to shoot themselves in the foot. Ten penalties, like every big play that Dallas had, uh, got brought back by penalty. Dak Prescott just doesn't look right. C.D. Lamb, you got to give the defense credit for that part, but everything went right for the Cardinals, and they could win when everything goes right. So yeah. at least everything went right, and they put themselves in a situation to make everything go right, and you have to give them credit for that, obviously. Yeah, no doubt about it. And let's not forget about the near interception that happened in the end zone for Kyle yeah, Murray. Right. I mean, that's been just that could have been one of those plays that define the season and just completely just dropped anchor and sank everything else uh, with it. That, that would have been brutal, but uh, it, it broke the Arizona Cardinals' way. When you looked at the two ma- the, the matchup going into it, you know the Arizona Cardinals had lost three straight. Dallas, I think, had won four in a row, and the two teams played completely opposite of how they were trending. Like Dallas looked like the Arizona Cardinals the previous three weeks, and the Arizona Cardinals looked like Dallas had really looked like the last couple weeks uh, as they were kind of surging going into the contest. So. You know, a tip of the cap to Cliff Kingsbury, of course, Vance Joseph. I thought he was masterful on the defensive side of the play calling. And and in Kyler Murray coming out, take care of the football. You know, they didn't read the, the press clippings. They weren't reading the headlines. They weren't getting on social media, media and buying into what Alex Clancy was saying. This was a team that was in a slump, and they were able to break out of it in a big way against a very good football team in Dallas, despite their, their troubles on Sunday. Arizona Cardinals are a force. They are forced to be reckoned with. They've got one more thing to check off their list, and that's finishing the season on a high note against Seattle at home and beating up on a squad that just dropped 51 points, a 51-burger. I don't care who it is, Detroit Lions. Uh, it's it's going to be a big game for the Arizona Cardinals because there's a lot left at stake. Yeah, they put up 38 more points than the Cardinals did against the Lions. So, um, Alex Nancy Balrock locked on Cardinals, and this is called derelict. Okay. Have you not seen Zoolander? Relax. This is the comfortability of me being able to do this, my own flipping home, when it's 38 degrees outside in Phoenix and I can rep the locked on beanie once ever. Can I do that? Can I, or do I have to retire this look completely? <laughs> you can <laughs> now be rocking it. 
I do appreciate it. You can. Alex Lancey about Rock Locked On Cardinals. You're too kind. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. One name we haven't mentioned yet, Antoine Wesley. Is he somebody that can be trusted to take the place of DeAndre Hopkins until he comes back? Should his target share go up? Or should he kind of be kept in the same wheelhouse of the run you're taller than the defender, go up and get it? kind of uh, plays that we'd seen, two of which ended up in touchdowns for the Cardinals. We'll talk about that in depth. And also, final segment today, playoff pictures, baby. Wish list way too early before week 18. There's a lot more chips that need to fall before the Cardinals know exactly who and where they're going to play. But we can give our wish list, and we're going to do that in the third segment. But first, Cardinals fans, I'm Alex Clancy. I don't know if you knew that. There's an incredible app that... You know, if you buy gas, you need to know about it. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price of the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Again, download the app for free and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making you know, upwards of two, $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account, and you can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card. So again, Download the free GetUpside app. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50%, 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN. Download the GetUpside app for free today. Second segment, Locked on Cardinals. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms. Ain't no paywall here. Antoine Wesley, two touchdown catches, making up for a, at the time, what was a costly drop on, on third and six, ended up getting in the end zone twice. One was a in, incredibly acrobatic catch right by the, the pylon at seven o'clock, I guess you'd call it. And the other one was Kyler Murray just extending plays, having the defender come to him and finding Antoine Wesley in the back of the end zone for another touchdown. Is Antoine Wesley enough of a doppelganger of DeAndre Hopkins, say 65% that would lend him to get more targets than he's already getting and need to have at moments because he seems to be a guy that's in a need to have at moment can go up and get the ball. Not even in the same, you know, realm. Oh, I know that. They're playing the same. I don't. I'm not saying or alluding that you were, but as far as Antoine Wesley, what he does bring to the table, he's brought three touchdowns in the last two weeks. Should have four in the last three weeks. He couldn't get his foot in against Detroit. Remember that one. Uh, But he adds diversity to this receiving core. Like you have Christian Kirk. You know what he's able to do. You've got AJ Green on the other side. His, uh, his bag of tricks, and he's a veteran, and he knows how to run all the routes and make some big plays for this for this offense. Chase Edmonds out of the backfield. But what Antoine Wesley brings, also Zach Ertz, throw him in there and all the catches that he's been hauling in last couple of weeks. Antoine Wesley can get some separation. He can use his size. He can use his athleticism. You've seen him in one-on-one matchups. You know, it's, it's more than a 50-50 ball with Antoine Wesley. And if you're in the NFL, that's really all you need is, is the skill set to kind of put those those catches away and you know put those TDs in the end zone that's exactly what he's done i like the diversity that he brings to the table as far as this receiving core you put Rondell Moore potentially back 
healthy into this lineup. And it makes a guy like Wesley even more important. You don't need him to have a huge target share. If you look at his target share the last couple of weeks, I mean, just nine targets, six catches, 59 yards, not huge eye-popping numbers, but the three TDs, that's all you need for the guy. He's got a very narrow focus on the field. It's run the outs, make the catches, make the big plays, extend drives, or you know, find the end zone. I love it. He's exactly what you need. And he's got a very he's very familiar with Cliff's offense because he played a Texas Tech. Right. And uh, what you need, and obviously doppelganger was a very loosely defined statement when when you're trying to replace one of the top receivers in the league. That's that's not what I meant, but more it's like the I use the term bookend a lot when they signed AJ Green. And now AJ Green has a bookend for him that allows you know the play callers to to call some stuff in the middle to keep the outside corners honest. And what we saw on Sunday was the NFL seeing that Antoine Wesley can produce. And that's really all you need. It's got to be like on a reputation alone kind of basis. You kind of fake it till you make it situation where you have Christian Kirk, hopefully getting Rondale Moore back. Hopefully James Conner and Chase Edmonds will both be healthy, even though Chase Edmonds was hobbled in Sunday's matchup. I think it was something around his chest. And, you know, it's you just need him to be productive. He doesn't need to get in the end zone. Like you need him to be a competent bookend to AJ Green because AJ Green looked fine. Right. AJ Green looked fine. He's still like he was a large chunk play guy, and then he wasn't in Cincinnati, and now he's reverting back to just running straight, being six four, turning around and catching the ball, which is fine. He's a great jump ball guy. We've seen him bail out Kyler Murray a couple times this year, whether it be on third or fourth down, with Kyler Murray fading away and just throwing it up to AJ Green and him making catches. So. Anton Wesley, it's a pleasant surprise. And if for anybody that plays fantasy football, this is the time of year where there are people, Amon Ross St. Brown, anybody, I know he's a rookie, but it's like people will come out of the woodwork and be able to make plays for a team that needs them to make plays. It's the next man up mentality, and Anton Wesley's been taking advantage of his opportunity. Yeah. Uh, your doppelganger, I think, is panhandling at 7th Street in the I-10 right now. Oh, I'd be frigid. <laughs> or is boring somebody with their favorite IPA selections. I can't tell if you're a hipster or a hobo right now. <laughs> IPA is disgusting. Okay. We don't have a sponsor for IPA. I don't want dirt water to go into my gullet. Okay. I don't. Alex Lancey Bobrock, that's enough for you. Locked on Cardinals. Coming up next, there's a couple different scenarios as to where the Cardinals could sit through week 18. The Cardinals can still win the division if the Rams lose and the Cardinals win. Like, we're, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into our um, wish list. I guess, when it comes to playoff positioning for the Cardinals. First, I want to tell you about betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season, post-holiday season, with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues to march through as the football, as the NFL playoffs are just around the corner. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On. Again, go to the website or use your mobile device today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite casi- Vegas casino games, BetOnline's got you covered, baby. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online where the game starts. All right. So... Real quick, Bo, what's the what's the Cardinal Seahawks line? I know we were just talking betonline.h. I saw it around five and a half and six and a half. Yeah, Cardinals are five and a half point favorites. Yeah. That no, makes actually, me think six and a half. It's 
Yeah, yeah. That makes me think that Russell Wilson may not be playing because th there's no reason to think that the Seahawks should be a six point, six and a half point dog, even though even though they're on the road. I think that's got to be built in that Russell Wilson may be shut down for the year, even though he doesn't want to be. They are his number one. He is their number one trade asset, regardless if you want to believe it or not. They're blowing that baby up. It just it, it makes all the sense in the world for them to do it. They have no draft picks. They have to draft day it where they traded away all their draft picks. Now they got to get them all back. Um, maybe Kevin Costner can take a break from that Paramount show and help them out. So if the Cardinals win in the oh whatever I okay uh, howdy partner. So if if the Cowboys or if the Rams lose to the 49ers and the Cardinals beat the Seahawks, the Cardinals will take over at this point. The three seed. Now, I just full disclosure, I don't know what the tiebreaker is between Tampa Bay and the Cardinals. So if Tampa Bay loses, I both you said they're playing Atlanta in week 18. Um Correct. Tom Brady's got a weird history with Atlanta. So I guess anything could happen, especially with how hobbled the, the Bucks are right now. Hopefully everybody keeps their shirts on. You know, like the Cardinals could potentially move to the two seed, even though we don't think that's possible. So if the Cardinals win, they'll be the three seed. And they'll play San Francisco because that means San Francisco will win. I apologize. They play, they play Carolina. Oh, cool. Carolina's lost. So they play Carolina. Yeah. So Carolina's not a very good football team. Um, so if the Cardinals win, they'll more than likely play the 49ers, which who will lock up the sixth seed because they have a tiebreaker over the Eagles, and the Eagles have already clinched a playoff spot. And if the Cardinals lose, they'll stay exactly where they are in the five seed and they'll play Dallas again. Right now, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, that's <laughs> who would you rather play? The 49ers at home or the Cowboys on the road? Bo. <laughs> I know. <sighs> Do you go old cliche? It's tough to beat a team three times. Uh, I, it's I, tough to beat a team two two times in three weeks. Yeah, I I I, th I just think uh, San Francisco can play a little bit more on the defensive side of the football. They concern me a little bit more than Dallas. I mean, Dallas Dallas hasn't done anything in the postseason since the Indies. I mean, they they are just notorious for just uh, going away once uh, once January football hits. And you know, I think I would rather face Dallas at this point. Seeing how they can, they just kill themselves. You know where their strengths are, right? I mean, you know about Dak. He's slumping. I mean, if he's not playing at a high level, they're dead in the water. And if uh, if Trayvon Diggs isn't forcing takeaways on the defensive side of the football, they're not. They're not an, an impactful defense. I, think I would much rather face Dallas than you know. <sighs> I want to throw up for both. I want. I mean, like losing to San Francisco in the playoffs. Did you see Trey Lance? Trey Lance has kind of figured it out. He looks like he was hucking it. Yeah. Yeah. Two, but two one on, and then another on the ground. I mean, that's what he's but if you're, Right. But if you're going to, which team has a better chance of putting up a 50 burger? Oh, no. That's going to be Dallas. Yeah. Sure. So the thing is that I'd rather play with more points with the Cardinal. Like, I'd rather trust the defense in that regard. To where I, I don't want to play a 13-9 game with the 49ers, which is the thing. Like it, It's just a weird game. George Kittle is a terrible matchup. Debo Samuel looks to be a top three receiver in the league now, like legitimately. 
a top three receiver in the league, especially as the hybrid version of getting a lot of carries, like what Carolina started with with Curtis Samuel. Like everybody's adopting that now, where you know Debo Samuel's getting a bunch of touches, and he's a large man. He's not the size of a normal running back. You know, he's a he's a big wide receiver. You know, borderline small tight end. So I just. I don't know. Can I say I don't know? Even though I brought up the, even though I brought up the conversation, playing Dallas again would be playing with fire. That team has the best roster offensively. They might have the best one to fifty-three man roster on game day in the NFL, top to bottom. Uh, you know, like that defense: Demarcus Lawrence, Leighton Vanderesh, Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs. Can I stop yet? And then offensively, if the if the if they use. The running backs correctly. I don't know how they got away from the run with Ezekiel Elliott yesterday. Like Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, Amari Cooper, and CD Lamb, Dalton Schultz, and Dak. Like it's supposed to work a lot better than it did on Sunday. So I don't know if I want to play with that fire either. I think that's the point, right? I mean, Dallas is, uh, I think that they're hamstrung by their head coach and Mike McCarthy, and, he, and he's going to make, he's making. Uh, incorrect decisions throughout the game. I mean, the, the Cliff Kingsbury putting Matt Prater and Kyler Murray on the field, and it and it threw him off and threw him for a loop. And probably, arguably, the the right move to call the timeout there because why would Prater and and, uh, and K one be on the field at the same time? Some trickeration there, and they call the time. I think head to head, the coaching battle kind of schemes uh, pretty well. We we make fun of him a lot on this program. I think that he's. He's more impressive than Mike McCarthy. Uh, when you look at the defenses, Micah Parsons has been a great story, you know, as the as a rookie and, and a defensive player of the year candidate. But Nick Bosa is an absolute problem, and you know, I, and in the, you, it, I talk about the, the offense like Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Elijah Mitchell, Brandon Ayuk, like yeah. they they cause more cause for concern. Than even the guys that we know about so well in Dallas, we've seen two games now from Zeke Elliott where either a he's a liability where he was turning the football over last year, and then b this season where he was <laughs> a factor. I just I actually feel more comfortable uh, going up against Dallas at, on the road. Cardinals have been so successful on the road. Kyler dominates. I mean, he's he can he set his Xbox up officially like to play on the big screen of Dallas? It's his house now. It's, <laughs> He's never lost there. It's his home. Uh, Tyler Dome. I'd love to see Philly. If there is there a scenario where Philly could could the Cardinals play Philly? I, I just I don't believe in Jalen Hurts whatsoever as as a quarterback, especially in the postseason. Making it no because. Because it doesn't no, it does it won't because the only re, the only way the Cardinals will play a home game would be against San Francisco because San Francisco has to beat the Rams. Got it. And if the Cardinals if the Rams win, the Cardinals are staying exactly where they are. So no, it's it, it is the 49ers or it's going to be the Cowboys. Oh well, I mean what I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like the home team, the thing with the 49ers is they travel well, but they don't cold weather travel well, you know, and the Cowboys, they're kind of like Arizona. Like, yeah, they'll have their 70%, you know, in, in Jerry world, but there's over hundred thousand people in that stadium. You get 30,000 fans. The, the Cardinals will travel deep for that playoff. You know, it, it's not like the Cardinals are playing at home against the Packers. 
It's not like they're playing against the Bears or the Steelers. You know, obviously any of those teams that would ransack State Farm Stadium. But I mean, I'm gonna. Ha- I would take San Francisco. I would take San Francisco because yeah. you know what? It's a, you know you deserve a home game. If you know if the Rams lose and the Cardinals win, the the 49ers are one of the most egomaniacal franchises on the planet. The Cardinals have a lot to prove. So if the Cardinals, I think the Cardinals need to prove themselves. They can beat a division. Like it would show a lot more for their confidence if they could beat the 49ers again, a division rival when it counts with a quarterback that I think they figured out. I reached out to Brian Peacock on Twitter. I was like, after after Debo, after uh, Trey Lance threw an absolute dime to Debo Samuel, I'm like, well, I guess that's it for for Jimmy Garoppolo, right? right? And Brian Peacock's like, you must not know Kyle Shanahan. So it seems like if Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy enough, he's going to play. And I would take my chances with that over arguably – the best offense in football, at least on paper. So, I mean, listen, we can go back and forth on this a lot. Um, follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. You know, this is going to be a really fun week. It's the last week of the regular season. Cherish this because this has been a magical run so far. It's not over yet. The Cardinals are going to be in the playoffs, which is a beautiful thing. In 2018, when Bo and I were sitting week one watching the Cardinals on the field for five minutes of offense in the first half with, with Sam Bradford and Steve Wilkes and – you know, I mean, at least they've come a long way. Jeff Rogers. What did you say? At least that season brought us Jeff Rogers. I mean, that, that guy's is true. It's a great place. That is true. Special that is true. Those last two weeks, absolutely. So yeah, just cherish this. Be excited. We're happy you're along, uh, along for the ride with us. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're probably going to be doing some weird stuff. We'll probably do a couple extra lives over the, over the next couple weeks. We're really going to maximize this. We want you to be along for the ride. Tell your friends, subscribe. We want to get to 2,000 subscribers by the end of the year, about 140 or so away. Um, thank you. Thank you to everybody who's been around. We'll talk to you tomorrow.